present-day America, all citizens have the right to vote, but of course, it wasn't always this way. On this episode of His Storytelling, we are diving into what African Americans went through to gain the right to vote. But first, let's jump back into the 60s. It's March of 1965, and Stop in the Name of Love by the Supremes had just been released the prior month. Speaking of things that were trying to be stopped in the name of love, Martin Luther King Jr. was leading thousands of nonviolent demonstrators to the Capitol in Montgomery, Alabama to protest voting rights. These marches were known as the Selma to Montgomery marches. Selma's Bloody Sunday was the first of three marches taking place on March 7, 1965. Jimmy Lee Jackson was a well-known veteran, civil rights activist, and deacon in the Baptist Church. He was a great citizen, religious figure, and war hero. All that changed on February 18, 1965. Jimmy Lee Jackson was a black man, and on February 18, 1965, he was innocently participating in a peaceful voting rights march. He was suddenly approached by white troopers who proceeded to beat him. Even though Jackson had done nothing wrong, the troopers didn't stop there. One Alabama state trooper shot Jackson and he ended up dying eight days later in the hospital. Selma to Montgomery marches were spurred by the death of Jackson, which the demonstrators saw as an inexcusable injustice targeted towards the black community. There were three Selma to Montgomery protest marches held in 1965. The protest path was along a 54-mile highway from Selma, Alabama to the state capital of Montgomery. Wait, 54 miles? Okay, for reference, that's like walking around 216 football fields. Anyway, the point of these marches was for black activists to demonstrate their desire for the constitutional right to vote non-violently. But how did this so-called non-violent protest transform into what we now call Bloody Sunday? On March 7, 1965, the protesters were marching on the first Selma to Montgomery march. Local law enforcement tried to stop the demonstrators' plans at the Edmund Pettus Bridge as they crossed over the county line by attacking them with billy clubs and tear gas. The main organizer of this march was a woman named Amelia Boynton. During the march, Boynton was beaten until she was unconscious by law enforcement and an image of her wounded body was publicized worldwide. The second and third Selma to Montgomery marches, fortunately, were more peaceful. However, they weren't free of injustices. During the second march on March 9, 1965, a white group of men waited until after the march to murder James Reeb, a civil rights activist. Because of Bloody Sunday and the death of James Reeb, President Lyndon B. Johnson chose to protect the marchers. 1,900 members of Alabama National Guard, FBI agents, and federal marshals helped the demonstrators to arrive safely at the Alabama State Capitol. The Selma to Montgomery marches were definitely not purposeless, as they resulted in Lyndon B. Johnson passing the Voting Rights Act of 1965. This law gave African Americans the right to vote. The marches also resulted in two iconic speeches regarding equality. There was Lyndon B. Johnson's The American Promise. It is wrong, deadly wrong, to deny any of your fellow Americans the right to vote in this country. 
as well as Martin Luther King Jr.'s How Long Not Long. The Selma to Montgomery marches bear some similarities to the present-day women's marches. Whereas the Selma to Montgomery marches demanded voting rights, the women's march started as a response to President Donald Trump being inaugurated. The 2017 women's march was the largest single-day march in U.S. history. What makes these historical marches similar to this present-day march is the fact that they both fight for equality. The right to vote is a treasured right all U.S. citizens should be proud to have. The fight for African-American rights was long and tiring, but our country has made a lot of progress. Thanks for tuning in to Storytelling. As always, I'm Althea. And I'm Ryan. Make sure to join us next week as we take a close look at the women's suffrage movement.